Hey guys, welcome to episode 23 of Teen Sports Talk. Today we're going to talk about some fantasy tips and our predictions for the upcoming fantasy football season. V, why don't you take it away? So I, I really just want to start off on which draft strategy I was going to take. I really want to take the hero running back which is basically stacking up on the valuable running backs in the first and second round before going for wide receivers. Yeah, and I agree with you on the hero running back strategy, Viren, because, you know, they're... The running back, running, running back market, like as you were saying, is really thin, and there's a lot of new starters, right? New starters and rookie running backs. So I think, especially going after them first, and even then, like after you after you pick your running back, there's still a lot of established wide receivers that would be good for your team this year. Yeah, and guys, th- that strategy is pretty valid. What do you guys think about zero running back strategy, where you where you go for the most value wide receivers and tight ends and quarterbacks first, and leave the running backs to the end? Yeah, bro, I would really agree. I think that's a good strategy because although there's some good wide receivers, you're, there's nothing like having a Jamar Chase or a Tyree Kill on your team that'll guarantee you give you at least 20 to 30 points. Exactly. And there's some really good talent in running backs. Yeah, like, and like like we were talking about before, and you go, you go to the fourth, fifth round, there's running backs available like Kenneth Walker, Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce. They're not like top-tier running backs like McCaffrey and Eckler, but like they're still first-string running backs that, that could help you out. At least, I think they'll give you at least 10, 15 points, which can boost the team. Especially when you have those top wide receivers And already. you're playing in a PPR league where receptions, receptions matter more, more than... Yeah. Okay, but you say that, but then, like, if you had a running back that, say, got you an average 20, 25 points, like, even on a bad day, I feel like even then, if you have, like, a re- most receivers, like, even, like, second or third string receivers will get you 10, 15 points. And I think that if you have a sh- strong running back core, you can even fill it with just receivers that'll get a touchdown here and there or a couple receiving yards and a couple receptions and it'd still be good. Yeah, and I feel like there's so many more wide receivers that you could pick in later rounds than running backs. And by like picking the running backs first, I feel like you're taking away more valuable points than uh, get like taking a wide receiver first because wide receivers they still have high points, and I feel like there's more that that you can get with those in the later rounds. Yeah, and that's the part I do agree with you on. It's because like the wide receiver market runs deep, and you can get a lot more value than you can for like like second string running backs deeper into the draft. So I feel like that part is important in the hero running back strategy. Yeah, because uh, you only have a certain running backs like uh, McCaffrey, Eckler, and maybe some more in this round that stay consistent while most of the other running backs just Are fluctuate. For yeah, yeah. For my fantasy strategy, it's a bit unique. But my thing is don't take a quarterback or a kicker. No quarterback? No quarterback. And you would think my, that's weird, but like, there's 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, but how many of them are going to produce numbers that are, you're happy with? Well, exactly. you can just cycle through until you find like one, because let's say you run a 10 or 12 person league. There's more than 12 quarter, decent quarterbacks, 20 point a game. But everyone's going to also want a good backup quarterback, so that's mm-hmm. 10 times 2 now, and you have 20 quarterbacks that need well, to go off the that, board. That's assuming, that, that's assuming that someone would like waste a draft pick drafting two good quarterbacks. I mean, personally, I would. I want a good backup quarterback. But, I mean, you're only going to use that backup quarterback once in the whole season. Injuries, too. Like, it's always good to have good backups. That's why your bench needs to run that, too. But but I like how Roshan mentioned a point about the running back market being very thin. And with that extra pick that you might spend on a quarterback or two picks, you can use to draft a running back higher up rather than drafting, like, a Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, who will probably help your team long run with, like, another quarterback. Like Trevor Lawrence. So you say draft no quarterback at all? No quarterback at all. Not even not even at the end. You pick no, them you up pick waivers. Them up in free off of waivers, yeah. That's crazy. Well, yeah, I think that's absurd. Yeah. 
And I mean, a kicker is the same principle. There's a lot of yeah. good kickers Kick, out well, there. Well, kickers is understandable. Kickers, kickers in defense, it's just like that That you don't necessarily need. Yeah. Because it, it always even, changes. And even then, game. I usually drop my defense depending on the matchup, right, exactly. per week. I, I usually drop my defense every week and pick up a new one. If, yeah. they're, not, if they're not like a top defense like Buffalo, like I'm not, I'm not going to waste Philly. my draft pick. Yeah. Buffalo, Philly, Kansas City even. All right, now that we've covered some strategies, why don't we go into our uh, who would you rather picks a segment here? So, uh, V, why don't you start us off again? So, JSN or Addison? Jackson Smith and Jigba or Addison? Or Addison, yeah. What do yeah, you guys think? Yeah, and uh, let's see. I mean, Jackson Smith, both of them have extreme potential, right? You go Addison, who's like, more more of a skinny guy, yeah, like route runner. And then mm-hmm. we have JSN, who's more of a bulkier build and yeah. like more of a powerhouse. And yeah. I think the the other factor that we're missing here is the quarterback, right? Geno Smith versus Kirk Cousins. I feel like Kirk Cousins has come a long way in his in his career, yeah. and now with the addition of Jefferson, it's made him a better quarterback. And the wide receiver cores are also an important factor because on the Seahawks you have Metcalf, Lockett, and now JSN too, right? But on the Vikings, you have Jefferson and Addison. Yeah, but bro, Lockett's really out of his prime. Yeah. And looking yeah. at Jackson Smith and Jigma's build and the way he runs at ran at Ohio State, I picture him as an exact copy of DK Metcalf. I think he'll replicate his success, too. Exact copies a little. Okay, that's, 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 that's a little but, extra. Let yeah, me just reword what Yashish was saying. I mean, I feel like Tyler Lockett is definitely on the older side. I mean, he's not going to be like the high-volume guy he's always been, right? Yeah. And I feel like... Especially, like, you guys were talking about Kirk Cousins, but what about Geno Smith? I mean, he had a really good season last year, especially throwing the ball, even with DK Metcalf being, wasn't he injured, like, for a couple games, couple yeah, games yeah. and things like that, and he and he still had a, a immaculate season. Are you guys just mm-hmm. saying that because you guys are Ohio State Buckeyes fans? No, is that why? No, no, I'm being so serious. I think Geno Smith is a great quarterback, and especially he'll he'll throw the ball. He's not afraid to throw the ball. Yeah. No, but the real question that's going through my head is: Is Addison gonna be behind Jefferson, like his, almost his shadow, or is he actually gonna serve a purpose on the Vikings offense? That's and, a good question. Yeah, and there. It, especially when you, when you think of last year. I mean, Jefferson got like. 18 like 20 targets a game yeah yeah i think there's ridiculous. gonna be how like many a how many there's not that targets. many targets to go around you know yeah, yeah. and honestly I, at this point i don't think defenses still have jefferson figured out he's such a good yeah. receiver and even by double teaming him he's gonna get open kirk cousin's gonna find him and i do agree with you i think jason's gonna have more success yeah and then on top of that you got madison who's a pa- uh, like pass catching running, running back, back out, of yeah. the, out of the backfield yeah, and you have two other receivers that you guys forgot about: KJ Osborne, who's who's really, really who's, good, yeah, and TJ Hawkinson, their tight end, who actually so good. I completely success forgot about that later one, on yeah. in the year too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. And speaking of Madison, let's let's talk about. So, who would you rather pick, Andrew Madison or uh, Alexander Miles Madison. Sanders? Alexander Madison. Uh, yeah. So Madison or Sanders? This one's a tough one because uh, Sanders is coming to a new team, and Madison is filling a spot left by. A phenomenal running back, Dalvin Cook, who just got signed to the Jets. So this one's a little tough for me, but I think I think Madison could see a lot of success, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Well, I would disagree with you, Rohan, because note Sanders is going to the Panthers, who have a rookie quarterback and a very young team. And I think his presence is a veteran, and he'll probably get more carries because, like, as a developing quarterback, you most likely will give the ball to like a running back. Right, more. that's true. But l- let me tell you this: the running backs usually have more success on a more successful team. The Panthers are not a good team. Yeah. Well, and, and look at look at now I want you to look at Damian Pierce's um situation last year. He was a phenomenal running back, right? Almost hit a thousand yards, but he couldn't get over that threshold because what? He played for the Texans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a terrible team. And and you but, gotta think about their offensive linemen too. Uh, like at 
when you go to Carolina, yeah. their offensive line is not great at all. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And they just signed DJ. They just signed, oh, no. DJ Moore went to the Bears, Bears now. Yeah. They just signed mm-hmm. Thielen. They just, just signed, signed Thielen. Thielen. Right. So, yeah. Well, that's what. Well, even then. I, I, I think Madison is going to have more success solely because he plays on a better team with the Vikings, yeah. better offensive line. Mm-hmm. And with the threat of Justin Jefferson, those DBs are going to be lined up in a position to cover. Jefferson and then Addison as well, but and which leaves a lot of room for Madison exactly. to run the ball. And I think, and I think also as a just as a fantasy option in general, I feel like Sanders is less of a pass catching running back than Madison. Right. And I feel like Madison will get those, especially if you play in a PPR league. Madison will get you uh, uh, like a lot of points. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, Sanders' volume of like carries will increase tremendously than when he was on the Eagles too. And he was very productive with the Eagles. But exactly. I but I wouldn't really call him a pass catching back. Like even if you get twenty yards uh, twenty carries and well, you, you don't get know that because they really use him as a pass catching back. I know, so. but even if you get twenty carries for eighty yards, it's only eight points, right? Yeah. So I I think personally that Madison will have more success than Sanders will. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it'll be close though. Yeah. yeah, and let's talk about the new addition, right? You know, DeAndre Hopkins on the Titans. Opposite so would you rather ends. pick him or Calvin Ridley? This one's a, another really good comparison here. I like I like D Hop on the Titans, but I think yet again my point to the the more successful team will yield a more successful player. Yeah, with the and I think the Jaguars are primed for a better season this year, and they tr- with Trevor Lawrence, Ridley is going to thrive. I yeah. think. And I mean Jacksonville didn't really have that successful of a wide receiver room. They had what Christian Kirk. And Zay Jones, but with Ridley, I think the whole Jaguars team will increase, and Lawrence will find like a strong target. And once they build like a connection, it's gonna be them all game. Yeah, and that's a that's a really solid wide receiver room now. Like they've got three really good guys that can catch the ball. They're speedy guys, and I don't know if you guys saw that video of uh, I, I don't know if it was it was Kirk doing the ladder and then Ridley doing it right after. You could see this increase in, in speed, speed yeah. that Ridley had. It was I think I'm excited to no, see I the think Jaguars he, I think he play. brings a great. Great speed to a team with like big uh, pass catchers like Christian Kirk, right? Yeah. I, I just hope Ridley can bounce back after his like two year hiatus in the league. Yeah, that's like the one concern. We're gonna see what he can do, and and hopefully he helps the Jaguars uh, make the playoffs this year. Yeah, and I'm I know we were just talking about Ridley, but how can we forget about DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, just think of like this is the DeAndre Hopkins that we were talking about from two years ago. That was like the like one of the best pass catchers yes, in the league. Roshan, this but is the DeAndre Hopkins with a really bad quarterback, quarterback in my opinion. And a really yeah. bad Titans really, team but who who really rely on Derrick Henry. And they, exactly. they I'm telling but listen, you, he's they get rely 80% on of the um touches Derrick Henry. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but listen, who else is gonna catch the ball in Tennessee? No one. They no won't one. throw it. They, 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 I mean they'll they'll obviously throw they, it, but they, they won't listen. have a lot of success. Yeah. Henry's gonna I mean, be their main guy. I guess we just, we just have to see when the season starts. Yeah. Is Malik Willis? Is it Malik Willis? Uh, or maybe it's Tannehill. I'm not sure, but it's like up for grabs. I think. I think. I think the job is up for grabs. I think even Tannehill and I think Malik Willis too. I think they're both fine quarterbacks, and I think that DeAndre Hopkins will have a like a reemergent season in in Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to our next like uh, big. Uh, who would you rather pick, CMC or Eckler? So I'm picking uh, CMC every day over Eckler. But seeing how Christian McCaffrey can get hurt in previous years, I feel like Eckler could be a safer option. Yeah. But I feel like Christian McCaffrey is the better draft. Yeah. I mean, 
And last year, McCaffrey didn't really get injured last year. He was... Not not last year, but almost Listen, how many years in a row before? Yeah, I know. yeah, but that's when he was playing with the Panthers. He didn't really have a lot of Listen, He's playing and, with the great 49ers team now. Yeah, and you say that, Ro, he didn't get injured, and still Eckler had a better season than him that last year. Yeah. And Eckler, like, you can't even deny Like, that dude will get you... He'll get you the points. He'll get you 20, 30 points a game easily. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers use him very well as a pass catcher and as their as a running back. No, yeah, right? but do you think their o- offenses are going to change a bit with their new offensive coordinator? New uh, offensive coordinator. I mean, then they had a new wide receiver, I think, as well. But I, I still think that even with all those deep, like downfield threats, you need someone to run the ball and get mm-hmm. those short field catches. Yeah. And I think that I will feel like be. it's been very but, successful. That but I'm they telling have you, to stay. Um, the Chargers quarterback Herbert developed into a tremendous um star, and I think. As he's developing, he's going to want to throw the ball more and more, taking away from Eckler's carries. But Eckler, it's not just about carries. Eckler's a great pass catcher, too. So if Herbert's increasing his ability to throw the ball as well, it's going to, some passes are going to go to Eckler, too. But are you not going to tell me Brock Purdy's not going to throw checkdowns to McCaffrey more than um, Herbert is to That's a good point that you bring up. And and I feel like the 49ers offense, yeah, they have Kittle, they have Debo, they have Brandon Ayuk. But when you think of 49er, you think of McCaffrey. yeah. Yeah. Right, so like the offense is built around him, and I think for me personally, I don't know how to compare these two guys because both offenses play really well, and both offenses use those running backs really well. So, but McCaffrey is—he's number—he's like number one, number two pick in most fantasy drafts for a reason. Yeah. So I think that it'll be exciting to see how these two compare yeah. as we get into, as we get deeper into the season. But I'll give the edge to McCaffrey on this one. Yeah, yeah. me too. That's all we have today, folks. We'll see you in the next one.